0: Today, yeah. all right. So let's get started. We'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Yesterday was daf number seventy-seven. Today is seventy-eight. We'll um, do a review of yesterday's daf. that today's. we have in mind for for Das and also Amy Bas and all else who need it. Um, he's uh, over here. You want to say hello? He's on. He's in. Uh, he's in New York already for the Chagim. Okay. Oh. So we started off at the bottom of the page on Ayin Vavim Beis. say that uh, there's a difference. the hidden types of blemishes are the kinds that uh, we um, he could say is a mekachdos, but those open ones that you could see, he knew about, and uh, um, there's no claim against. Um, so the question is what about uh, epilepsy is that considered a mumshabqali or mumshabsaisa so if it's something that happens regular that you know it's something that's timed that uh, so then if you know when it's going to happen you can very easily hide it from somebody else's knowledge um you just make yourself scarce at the time that you expect it to happen but if it's something that's irregular then it's considered a mumshabqali um next Thing is, um, we talked about blemishes that were developed by the man, um, so we don't force him to divorce, but Rabbi Shem Gamliel says that's if it's minor, but if it's major, then we do, okay? And uh, we'll see what qualifies as minor and major. So the first thing is uh, Rabbi Hudu's version in our Mishnah is noldu, that they weren't there before, and they came about, that developed during the marriage um, so that's uh, and Rehia says no it's Hayu these are blemishes that were there from before so obviously if you say it's Noldu that you can't divorce then surely if it was there from before you can't because she knew about it and she accepted it but if you say Hayu maybe you say that Noldu uh, then we could force the divorce so um, Rab Shimon ben Gamliel says that's only true by mumkatan, but by mumkitolim we would force. Now the question is this: is that if you're talking according to the opinion of Nold, that it's a new thing? So I understand new things that's minor, not a big deal. New things that are major, very big deal um, because it's new. But if it's something that was that was there already, so then why would we make any distinction between minor and major? It shouldn't be any difference because. In both of them, she knew about it and she uh, accepted it. So G'mar explains there's a big difference. The reason is, it's like this idea we actually introduced before. She thought she could handle it. She thought that it would be fine. She thought it wouldn't be a big deal. And then she said, no, this is a very big deal. Okay. Um, Then we uh, said what qualifies as mum and gedolim in Reb Shem Gamlil's definition. So, uh, blinded, a hand chopped off, a foot broken, uh, Guy's lame, it changes the whole dynamic. Um, Rav Abba Bar Yaakov said in um, the, the name of Rabbi Yochanan that we paskal and Gabriel, and Rabba said in the name of Rabbi Nachman that we like uh, the that even we don't make a distinction, um, we don't force a divorce in this circumstance. Now, does Rabbi Yochanan Paskin like Rabbi Shim Gamliel here? But we have another Memra from Rabbi Baberchan in Rabbi Yochanan that we always Paskin like Shim Gamliel in the Mishnah, except for three notable cases, which is not one of them. So, since you write it's Machlok Samarayim as to what is Rabbi Yochanan's opinion regarding Rabbi Shim Gamliel in the Mishnah. Is it always look like him, or only when stated? Okay. Next thing is uh, cases that we do force the divorce. It's Mukashkin Palpulifos, and uh McComemet, Mitzarv and borsi now that's both whether they were there before the marriage or whether they took on those jobs after marriage or they they developed after marriage. The mayor says that even if he made a specific condition that uh, I'm going to be doing this job, and you know you have to be okay with the fact that I'm a garbage man because that's what I do. Um, and she 's uh fine i 'm I'm agreeing to it, and then she could still say that i can 't handle it. I thought i could i can't and I need to leave so that's that 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 will honor that um uh, however, the k do disagree and they say that no she she 's uh that in all of these as bad as they are um we would force her to stay married we don't we don't we don't force him to give a get um except for the mukaskin because that 's uh simply an untenable relationship. They're not even, they can't even have relations. Uh, the story goes in Sidon about a certain leather worker that that died. Again, it's his very smelly job. And he had a brother who was doing the same business. And uh, the Chum said that she has a valid claim to say that to your brother, I was married, even though he had a very smelly business, but I can't I can't do that for you. And that's fine. Um, um, it's all subjective to the person. It's that uh, it's... Uh, it's the psychology behind it now one of these uh, one of these conditions we've described is called the Bal polyphos. The question is what does that mean? so two versions we have uh first version reviewed this, in the name of Shmuel it says that it's uh, the, uh, some a certain smell coming from the nostrils from the nose, and then the brasa it says bad breath Re and Rav Asi has the exact reverse and he says the way to remember that it's which is the reverse, is uh, that uh, Shmuel is Loposak Pume Mikulapirkin, he's in mouth. So he's always commenting all over Shas. Um, one of the most uh, frequently um, commented uh, 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 personages that are mentioned in in uh, Gemara is Shmuel. So it's Loposak Pume, so that's why he's saying, he said Rechapet. Just a, a way to remember it. Next, we talked about the job called macamates. What job is that exactly? So, it's somebody who gathers um, the the, uh, the dung of dogs. Okay, um, so the the Gemara has a kash on that. It says somewhere else that he's a leather worker. So the Gemara says, uh, how does that fit in with the Mishnah? Isn't that a contradiction? Because the Mishnah says, Mechamitz and the Borsi and Borsi we know is a leather worker. So the Gemara says the Mishnah, you could distinguish these kinds of uh, uh, large, you know, a large scale or small scale. If you're dealing with a lot, it could be even spellier and and, uh, or small scale. So, but... uh, the, but, uh, but according to our view that it's, it's, it's a contradiction the Gomer says you're right it's Mach actually what the definition of comet is some say it's the leather worker some say that it's the, the gatherer of Tsoas Klovin okay next we talked about is the job of Mitzar of and the Borsi so what does it mean Mitzar of something to do with copper either he's involved in making copper vessels um, he's a copper smith and uh, that's uh, uh, and Rabbi Barachana says no it's somebody who is a copper miner, okay as they get it from the mountain, okay. Um, we have a brisa, the like Rabbi Barachana that mitzarif means mechatech nechoshes meikaro. Okay, now Rab says somebody says that I'm not going to feed, I'm not going to clothe my wife, I'm not going to do anything, I'm just doing nothing. Okay, so yotzi be ksuva, he divorces and he has to give it ksuva. So Rabbi Lazar went and said this uh, in front of Shmuel, and um, and uh, he said that you know Lazar, you 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 were fed barley like raw barley, you could just chomp on it, but like this is not logical. Um, and the reason why it's not logical is because why once we're forcing him to divorce, when you force him to feed his wife, like he says, I'm not gonna So too bad, you have to, okay? And they, so what, what do you, you know? Like, why would that be the rule to divorce? Rob disagrees Rob says still ain't darm nachash if he's of such a mindset even if you could force him to pay you know it's not it's not going to be you know you can't force her to live in that that way with the snake Next, uh, Reb went um, to Eretz Yisroel. He met up with Rabbi Yom and And he was saying over in the name of Rabbi Yochanan the same thing. So he's like, so Reb says, well, let me tell you what happened. That was uh, the same conversation. Uh, Rav had said this, and it he was, he, he was referred to as uh, chomping on raw barley um, uh, that happened to Rabbi Lazar. Anyway. Uh, but nevertheless, Rabbi Yochanan and Rav are on the same side on this. Now, Reb Yuda said the name of Rav Asi in general, disagreeing with basically what we said up until now. The only time we can force a divorce is only if they're married to somebody who's possible. okay. And uh, said over to Shmuel, He's like that's talking about like a if there's a forbidden union, then we'll force them to divorce, but barring that not however, what about the case of a little bit more complicated case where he's married, they're living together, husband and wife for ten years, no children is that?" Uh, would we step in to force the divorce or not? So he's saying not. Rav Tachlifa said, "Name that uh, that not true. That you would force the divorce over there as well if they if they're ten years married without children." Um, um, and we brought a is mukaschin about the So our mishnah only mentions those two now. If you're going with Hervasi, I understand. We're listing in our Mishnah, only rabbinic reasons, and that's talking from the Torah. Okay, I get it. But according to um, uh, Rav Tachlifa Barvimi, who says that this case is well, so why wouldn't you say, in addition, that it's also called It should be in the list of our Mishnah, because it's not a Torah law. So Rav Nachman says there's a difference how you force it, either bimili, so for pirivrivya, you just and you tell them tell them that they need to get divorced so that they can have children, now the, the assumption is it's the combination that causes that they can't have kids um, and the other one is where you force them by force, you know, physical force so Rabbi, Rabbi Abba says there's no such thing as forcing people with words <laughs> it doesn't work okay? it's a pasuk and mishle it just doesn't work it doesn't happen so, rather, Reb Abba says it's both with sticks, but it's a question of um, if she says I still want to stay with him, would we allow it or not? So, uh, so that's the question. So, you can marry another woman in the Mishnah? No. Uh, well, that's a different. That would work technically. That's a yeah, good at question. At this time, was that... still legal? Yeah. Right. The, they they legal. didn't develop. Till after the close of the Gemara, that, I, that the Rabbeinu Gershom is much later. Right. So that, that, they don't address that here. Though. They don't address that as an option, right? But uh, that that would have theoretically worked. We're talking so about You weird. have a wife. You've been with her for. A minute, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm saying the point is, is that you know, like if that was an option, then that's fine. But you know, for whatever Gemara, reason. The, the example we learned from ten years is from Avraham who did take another wife. That's exactly what his solution was, right? Is it? it? It was, uh, it was their solution anyway so um, so basically um, though we did say um, however that, uh, um, that 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 in the case of in the case where she's saying I don't care I still want to stay married that's the difference do we let them stay married or not Now, however, Muka even if she says, I'm willing to stay with him, we don't let that, because the Mishnah says, Chutz mi because it's memakaso. It's, you know, like, they can't have relations. And um, that's, uh, and uh, so the Gemara says, you're right, Um, she would have to say, I'm willing to stay married, with witnesses that I'm not, I'm not, not intimate with him. So, like, I don't know. Anyway, but um and then we would allow it. Over here, even if she says that, we, we you know, that we we don't allow them. Um that's the difference. Okay, next we got into this whole thing of the muka So uh Ravyosi says that uh, that an elderly man from Banchi Usleim told me that there are twenty four mukeshrin. Now I, I I'm curious how the article scroll translates it because uh last oh. night I was corrected. Twenty four types of uh, their variants variance of mukha, of 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 this type of ailment is that how you is that how they're translating it, or you don't have it what twenty four types. 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 Well, types. Oh, right? types. no because the uh, what what the this is what I was corrected because the supposedly the current said it's twenty four people well, who have who have uh, who, oh, I I just think it's incorrect yeah. whatever I, whatever anyway I don't see where it says twenty four is it in the note? There? No, yesh za, no. sachli li'zak inacham y'an Yerushalayim v'arba mu'kish oh. ch'in ein. It's the straight-up uh, words in the Gemara. It's uh, ten lines down, something ten, like that. Ten lines up from the bottom? From the top of the Gemara on daf ein zayin of a base. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the comment here, it says there are different types of. Uh, I mean, different types. Different types. Okay. okay, that's what that's what I thought of it meant. Okay, fine. And they all, the Chum uh, said that all of them having relations is harmful. It is problematic. It's difficult. Now, the worst of the worst of the, all these Mukeshkin, as bad as they are, is the Bali Rasan. Is, and which is where there's a sheritz in the brain of the person and that's the worst development of of, of, this, of this particular disease, okay? What causes it? So it comes from where somebody does bloodletting prior to relations uh, that causes weak children, but if both husband and wife um, ha- uh, did bloodletting prior to having relations, that's where it can cause that the kids are, have this major, major problem now. Where a bug comes into the brain, basically, so Rapapa says that's only true if they didn't eat after um, having bloodlet. But if they did, then that then that wouldn't be it. Wouldn't cause this. Now, what is the siman of it? Um, the The eyes are are, are teary eyed. Their nose is drippy. There, um, there's a drool dripping from the mouth, and there are flies always around this this person. Okay, um, they gather around this this, this person. What's well, the way to heal him? So it's extremely complicated, but basically, there's a bunch of herbs that need to be uh, cooked together, and uh, you put them in a in in a marble room which don't doesn't allow any air from the outside, or at least the walls that are super thick, like seven and a half bricks wall, brick length thick walls, and you take three hundred cups on his head and that, that will actually serve to soften the surface, that they could actually cut it, and um, cut open the brain. And then they bring uh, some uh, leaves of myrtle branch and take the bug off um, slowly, one a leg on each of the leaves, and then, um, uh, then basically the, afterwards, once it comes onto the leaf, then they would pick it up with a, um, with with a with a, a prongs, and they burn it because if they keep it alive, it will um, basically uh, go back into this body somehow, uh, like they already got used to living there. Okay, rab Yochanan said, be very careful about those flies that surround these bali rasan because they um, they're, they're harmful. They're they, you know, it's contagious. Rabbi says he Reb was so careful not to even sit in the wind where the wind blows from these people he wouldn't sit where the you know that the wind should blow onto him from them. Uh, Rabb Lazar wouldn't go into their tent and Rabb Ami and Ravasi wouldn't eat from the eggs of the mavoi where they are. Rabbi Levi, on in contrast he wrapped them up and he studied torah with them. Um, and he says, because the Torah says that it's a Ahavim, Vayalas if Torah is, has a power to give grace to those that study it, surely it protects them from harm and therefore I'm not worried about getting sick or anything. I'm gonna teach these unfortunates Torah. Um when Rebuch Yo- Rebishulity Levi uh, was time for him to die, so the Angel of Death went to go Get him? Um, and uh, he said, look, I'd love to see my place in Ganeda. Can you show me what it looks like? So he said, sure, I'll show you. Uh, so he said, but I don't want, I'm not comfortable traveling with you holding that knife over there. Can I hold the knife? So he said, sure, why not? And they're going, and then they came to the... Um, um, so he lifted him up the wall, and he's looking in, and then all of a sudden he jumps in, Rav uh, Malevi, And there he is, jumped in, and uh, basically... Um, the angel of death has grabbed his cloak so he's like being held back by his coat so he's like um, uh, so Rabbi Shul on the spot swore that he's not coming out he's happy when going in alive to Gan Eden it's very atypical okay it's not necessarily common anyway oh. um, so he said so Hashem said that if if he ever was shoal on a, on a shua then we'll take him back um you know we'll will show will we'll we'll release him from his oath, but if he never was, so then let's let him be um so he said give him uh uh okay, give me my knife back he's like no, so a heavenly voice said, okay no no no, you've got to give him he needs that knife that's that's a very important thing yeah. okay so Elio pro- proclaimed' uh, make room for barvo make room for barleyval he was very very much honored there in uh, Gan Eden. So, Reb Shimbrei was there and he was sitting on 13 um, golden, I don't know, benches, chairs I don't know chairs, gold. what? Chairs of uh, fine gold. Of fine gold. So he says, are you part the voice? So he's like, yeah. Did, was there ever a, uh, a rainbow in your time? And he's like, yeah. So he says, then you're not so worthy because if you really were worthy, there wouldn't have been one. Now, the truth is, there wasn't any in his lifetime, but he didn't want to be a show-off. Okay. Yeah, show on MS. You should have told the truth. Yeah, what's... This doesn't sound like a very... But you know... We have a great character if he's already... He's already stealing a knife from an angel of death, and he's lying, I mean, taking an oath, and it seems like his behavior is, is off. Is this a... Kabbalistic uh, reference or something? I have no idea, but, uh, but there are certain things that you're allowed to lie for. It's a Gemara that talks about if uh, they ask you if you're, if you're knowledgeable in a certain Mesechta, you're allowed to lie, even though you do know it. You could say, I don't know it so well, whatever You'd like okay, to, you like to. I'm is moving illustration of everybody wants to go to heaven, nobody wants to die. Right. <laughs> you like you trying to get there by you subterfuge. You got around it. You got around it. this
1: Oh, no, it doesn't, don't anyway,
0: sure enough, Rafranini our papa was but bottom line is he they, he was appreciated, so obviously he was uh they didn't uh, they didn 't fault him too much i mean think about it wouldn't you uh, if you had a if you, if you were held on to the knife of the angel of death that 's a pretty good thing to, words, couldn't not joke, to give it back. he couldn 't take anybody 's life. life without that knife yeah oh. that's a pretty pretty impressive... No, but the heavenly voice said, You got it. I'm sorry. Nice try, but no, no, no. he so gave, gave it back? To the saint. He gave it back. Yeah, he was forced to. Uh-huh. He could, it was a nice try. That's <laughs> souvenir. He could understand <laughs> that it. Was, it was tempting. <laughs> so what? What? You guys got to make a living, so to speak. Uh, a living? living, so to speak. Yeah, anyway, a living. Okay. So Bar Papa was good friends with the Malchamabas, and when it was time for him to die, so the Malchamabas came to him, and he said, Look, uh, give me another 30 days. I really, you know. What well, thirty days between friends? I want to review all my learning because, after all, it's Ashram Misha B'alakam the Talmud You need your Talmud, in, you know, fresh. So I'm gonna chazar all my all the Gemara. So he's like, okay, you give him thirty days. Came back and he knocked on the door. He's like, okay, show me what it's gonna look like. So he says, sure, I'll show you. Can I hold on to the knife? He's like, ah, nice try. Well, you think you can get away with the same thing that Rabbi Shulman Levi? But apparently, he trusts Rabbi Shulman Levi. So he's like, um, listen, I'm, I'm a worthy person too. Show, you, you, you can bring out a Savior Torah and show me what I didn't fulfill in the Torah, um, you know. Um, and he wasn't going to be able to. Like Reb Haninu Bar it was a very, very un- unbelievably, like did, he kept everything. So he said, yes, but you still don't come to Reb Shomalevi because Reb Shomalevi, did you ever wrap up the Bali Rasan and teach them Torah? How much did you risk for the Torah? Maybe you kept all the things in the Torah, but not to that degree. Mm-hmm. Anyway, bottom line is, Reb Chanan Papa the Gemara says was an exceptional person, and um, there was a when he died there was a pillar of fire separating between him and everybody else, and uh, that we have a tradition that's only for the most precious person of the entire generation, him or the second top two. Um, so Rebel Alexandre tried allowing to come close to the body, and he says maybe for the honor of the Chachamim, he should let no uh, honor of your father no, uh, your own honor. Finally, he's like, okay, fine, for my own honor that they should be able to bury him. Yeah, that that's when they. on the pillar of fire? the pillar of fire was blocking yeah. anybody from well, dealing with it. So, kill it. Kill it. so he's appealing like to Rav Bar Papa, who's dead, to allow uh, to uh, remove uh, the uh, pillar so that people could deal with the body. That's what, of the, uh, of the yeah, right, right, exactly. So for his own honor, they allowed it. Okay, I mean, it was allowed. Now, Abaye said this is, he was, the purpose of this was to contrast to everybody who didn't fulfill the Torah. Um, that the, we're not on that level. That's what the idea is, is that he's separate from everybody else. Um, and Rav Barmas that's a little interesting line, but it's like it's come to counter uh, your opinion, who didn't, don't, don't even have a maca on his rooftop. Now, it's not that he wasn't careful to put a maca, he was, but at that moment it blew down and he didn't fix it yet. Abaye, right, exactly. That's Rav Ad Bar It sounds like, it sounds like that 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 Rav Ad Bar took offense at Abaye saying that not not everybody else didn't keep the Torah, and Rav Ad Bar had felt the need to tell Abaye, well, you know, you're not so perfect either, and, um, but anyway, now the question is, why is it that Bavel never sees these people, Bali Rasan? That's because they eat beets, and they drink beer hops with hops, um, that are made with hops that are uh, keeps that disease away and the same thing why there aren't mitsurah in Bavel, because they eat beets and they drink beer and they bathe so regularly um, so they're hygienic and that's the story and that is the end of the parrot